Hey Money Boss, today I want to talk about the cost of nutrition. You and I know that making smart financial decisions can be challenging. But in 21st century, financial freedom is no longer just for the 1% wealthy. It is for you and me. The question is, how do we find time, avoid making painful mistakes, and find the best resources to help us reach our financial goals? Join me on my journey helping busy families figure out how they can gain financial confidence and clarity, get actionable tips, and learn from the best experts on how to stop trading time for money. It is now the time you started living your best financial life. My name is Anna Sergunina, and welcome to the Money Boss Podcast. Welcome back to the Money Boss Podcast. I've been working on a very special project. Do you want to know what it is? Okay, I'm excited to share because it's it's about 30 days away and I'm launching a summit. Uh, the name of the summit is Money Boss Summit and it's supposed to launch October 26th through 28th. It's a three-day summit and I'm trying to focus on helping busy professional families make best financial life decisions. Uh, what I've uh, been working on uh, in the last couple of weeks is actually interviewing. I'm going to have 25 uh, amazing guests from all walks of life. And we're talking about a lot of different topics. The summit is broken down into three days. The first day is going to be all about personal preparation. Second day is going to be focused on all financial topics. So we're going to go really hardcore on a lot of different um, things that a lot of you need to be paying more attention to and Of course, third day is all about making money, all right? So that's the outline, and I'm going to be sharing um, more details with you just a little bit. Um, Everything is being finalized, and uh, you can attend the summit actually for free. So mark your calendars, October 26th, 27th, and 28th. Uh, What I wanted to share with you today was um, like a takeaway I had from one of the interviews I did this week uh, with an awesome speaker. Her name is Krista Moreland. And she's a nutritionist coach and advocates for um, what's known in the diet space as macro counting. And you might be wondering, why do I have a nutrition coach uh, on my summit? And it's very simple. I, I think in order to live a balanced life, right, where all of the areas um, of our life that are important, you've got to be paying attention to um, not just where you're spending your money or saving, right, or paying off the credit card set, but, but, but other areas of your life. And I very much see this not only with clients, but in personal life where the decisions you make about what you eat, how you spend your money, how you get your food, and how, you know, how much time you spend, all of that really does reflect at the, at the end of the month, right, when you do your spending, it all shows up there. So that's why I wanted her to come and talk to, to us um, about the cost of nutrition. But it, it was really interesting uh, because the angle here was more from the standpoint, not just on the dollars that we spend to buy our food, but also what is it costing us in terms of our health? Uh, so I'm not gonna give away all of their interview items <laughs> because I think you need to um, definitely join the summit. Um, I've learned quite a bit from her. But it was interesting takeaway and so here's what I think. I've, um, I've particularly never really had a diet of my own. I always, I think I've been lucky up until a certain point, right, in my life 
that you know because of my complexion, I was uh, it was pretty easy for me to eat anything I wanted, um, and you know, really never have to worry about keeping any particular diet. But, you know, lately starting to kind of think about more than just, you know, the food that we eat. And now I have a family, right? It's not just Yuri and I. And I have to I have to think a little harder every day. What, you know, what do I want to feed Liam? And as opposed to, you know, things that uh, Yuri and I um, actually eat. And so, but my habits, right, were reflective of that as well. Because there were, there, you know, we didn't never follow any particular diets, and generally usually buy healthy food, I never had a particular regimen of how I bought the food, right? I just went to the store when I had the time, and somehow intuitively, right, I made short uh, shopping lists of what I, remember, I could remember, right, or I took notes on my phone, and I just bought whatever I saw. Um, and it might surprise you, a little bit because you know, someone like me who does a lot of planning everywhere else, this particular area, and I, and I never felt like I was struggling. I've always knew what we ate. I've, I've never felt like we were overspending money and I even tracked, right? I looked at how much totals were are for the week on groceries, right? And what we ate out for lunches or coffee. And it was, it is pretty consistent. It's been, it's been like this for years. It's, it's, it's not an issue, I, and that's why I never really bothered, right, thinking about it. And because the, the patterns were the same, it, it never occurred to me to think of the nutrition, right, in the way where it's, it's impacting our long-term health. Now, of course, I'm not the specialist in this area by any means. I, I'm starting to see the connections with you know where the money is spent, right, and what kind of food you put in your body, I, I think it's obvious to all of us. But what, what really made me um, excited to share this with you today is an example that Krista uh, gave in our conversation, and hopefully I can recap it just uh, as, as in a good of a detail as she did. So here's an example of how to uh, maybe perhaps reposition your thinking, right, not only in the way to get you on a path of consuming better foods and, and, you know, maybe sticking to a particular diet, but also becoming more aware. I think that this was the big takeaway for me is becoming more aware of where, like the, the connection between the dollars spent, the impact on the health, um, and this just whole process, right? So the example that she gave is, let's say you have $500 and you go into shop at your favorite store. Her favorite store is Target. i I have no problem with that. Buy quite a few things from Target. So you go to you go to Target, you have $500 cash, right? No credit cards, no debit cards. You have cash. You go in a store and you're going to buy anything you want. So you grab a cart and you start strolling through the aisles and you pick up whatever items. You first probably go um, and pick up some household items. Maybe like Yuri and I are shopping for a lot of new household items these days because we just moved. Um, so you've, you've loaded up the cart and every time you pick up an item, right, you mentally, right, or maybe perhaps you even have your phone out, you do a little calculation because when you show up at the cash register, all you, all you have to spend is $500. So you cannot go over. And every time you pick up an item from the shelf, you mentally or you write it on a piece of paper, check that item off the list 
and accounted for the price, all right? So you go, you go through the Target, you pick up all the items, you're happy about it, feels good because you're staying within the budget that you were allotted, right? This, these $500 and you're getting all the items that, that you love and it's exciting. You, you, you make your way to the front of the store, you stand in line at the register and then the, the cashier checks out all your items and says, all right, now your total, grand total is $500. You hand them a $500 bill and you walk out, right? Feeling good about yourself, not worrying that you overspent or maybe having to come back and return some of the items you're excited to share um, what was all that you found, right, on your trip here. I think we all have been in that situation at some point in our life. And what if I gave you another example of the same of the same situation, you get the same $500 when you go to your favorite store to shop. Uh, but this time, right, and you can buy anything you want, but this time, all of a sudden, the store had decided to take all the prices down. Like, you can buy anything you want, but there's no, pri there's no price tags on the shelves, okay? So you, you walk in, 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 in through the aisles, and all you can do is just look at the items and guess. Perhaps you grab a new coffee maker and you kind of know like you know may, maybe this is just a Mr. Coffee type of brand red drip drip type of uh, coffee maker or you're looking for that the Keurig the one that has all the bells and whistles and it's you know $20 coffee maker versus $150 coffee maker so you can kind of make that distinction but you don't really know so you browse through the store and you start to worry about okay these are the items that I need but am I going am I making the right choices right am I making the right guesses about what it's gonna cost. You do it anyway, you still have the $500 in your pocket, you can't touch, you can't pay for it, for these items in any way, any other way, so no credit cards, no cash. You make your way to the register, so you stand in line, the line is long, it's Sunday morning at, at, at your favorite uh, shopping store, let's say Target, and you stand, stand in line and you're starting to feel a little anxious because there's a lot of people and it's going slow, but your turn is coming up and you're about to put all your items on the belt and they're going to be all scanned and then you'll have to face the reality. Now behind you, there's a line of people, right, who are eager to get out. It's the weekend. We all trying to do all of our stuff. Your turn comes up, the, the, all the items are being scanned and the cashier turns, turns to you and says, well, your total is $675 and you look at this person and say, well, I'm sorry, but I only have $500. And now you all of a sudden start to feel the pressure. You're embarrassed because now you, you don't know what items cost, right? And you're like, okay, but I need these. How do I manage it? So you start to ask them, okay, can you take this item off my, off my invoice? What about this one? So it takes you maybe another five, five minutes to sort this out. But the feelings that arise, right? This pressure and people are waiting and looking at you. So like all the attention is on you, you finally settle on it, all of it in, you walk out with the cart that has the items that you could just get for that amount of money. Um, but the feeling, right, that you have when you walk out of the store is quite the opposite versus the first example where you very on point, you knew exactly what you want, what you could get, you plan for it better versus the second example where you feel embarrassed and how are you gonna actually even uh, tell you know your significant other that these are the items you bought or you couldn't buy the other ones because you just found yourself in this situation. Now these two examples are very real. It happens to all of us. And 
the reason she brought it up in, and, and kind of showed it to us in this context, right, as it relates to finances, we're trying to draw parallels between, you know, healthy nutrition, healthy lifestyle, and our finances, uh, is it works exactly the same when it comes to the food, right, that we put in our body and we're not um, paying attention, right, what it does, not just how we feel about it, right, and for me personally, food, and I think for a lot of you out there, it's a way to make connection, like sharing meals, entertaining, enjoying cooking. I love cooking. I, that's one of the things that I want to get into more and more. But when you find yourself in these situations where maybe stressful, maybe you're busy, a lot of things going on, like, you know, it's life. And you, you know, end up, end up making these choices where you just put any kind of food, right, in your body, kind of in this second example where you don't really know what it's costing you, right? And what it's costing you in terms of, is it giving you the, the nutrients that you need? And so because Krista focuses on counting macros, so, and so the macro nutrients are proteins, right? Carbs, those are the ones that you should have less of, right? Out of the three, and the third one is our fats. So proteins, carbs, and fats. Um, so the example of where, like, if we're looking at, at ourselves and what we put in our body, right, and what we have on our plate, probably want to weigh in more on having proteins and fats versus carbs. And so the same idea with that $500 shopping, right, you have your, your money to spend, but where is it best spent, right, or which part of that $500 is going to give you the most um, bang for your buck. So I really love this example um, because it, it, it makes just a very simple point. And as we, as we all look at our life, and again, I'm no uh, nutrition specialist. I've, I've shared how I approach <laughs> the, the idea of actually shopping for food. And I do go, you know, do go buy groceries at, at various places. I love to go Whole Foods and um, you know, buy organic stuff when I can, but it's not as, as thought as, as it could be. And I, yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm thinking this through and I love the idea of what, what she shared in terms of, um, you don't have to get into the crazy, uh, it's not crazy, but it's a definitely involved uh, process of counting macros, right? And only have, like, you can have so many, so many grams of protein. Like, um, I know you have to have or should have one gram of protein per one pound of your body weight. So like if you weigh 130 pounds, you need to have 100 grams of, of protein. So there's some, there's a lot, definitely a lot more steps involved in the calculating of, of uh, calculation of your macros. But I liked, you know, from maybe starting sort of slow in this where uh, Krista shared how she plans her week, right? Starting on a Friday, um, so that she can prep the food, right, or prep the whole process may, or make, make a chart or a list of all the f- recipes that she's going to be cooking, right? So, like, she does that on, the, on a Friday. On Saturday, she does all her grocery shopping. Now, I've been doing something really um, cool as well. I've been especially, actually, during the couple months of pandemic, right, when we started, it was difficult to order groceries online just because... I don't know why. I couldn't figure out why they cut off the deliveries for a lot of the stores, even Instacart. It took like you had to, well, because we were, I guess we were short on groceries for a while. It took week, like you had to place your order a week in advance. But overall, I do love the idea of having the groceries delivered because for a shopper like me who goes and just grabs whatever I see off the shelf, 
having to sit down and do it online is really, really um, easy and, and, and sort of prevents me from spending more money and buying unnecessary things. So like on Saturday, she orders her groceries and then on Sunday, they all do as a family, she has three kids and the husband, they all do the prep, right? And so there's the schedule, it kind of all works out, um, you know, at the end as a, as a family affair. And so I'm looking more for, for ways to streamline this process for our home. Um, just because we're like in this transition and I just thought, hey, this is a good resetting point, uh, just not only to get on the healthy wagon, but also think a little more and be smarter with how we spend our, our dollars and ultimately, right, the impact that it has on our health. So I'm wondering, what are you doing today to stay on this healthy um, wavelength, eat great food, right? And not to spend a ton of money and time prepping it. Until next time, remember my friends, you are the bosses of your own money. Hey Money Boss, thanks for tuning in today. If this episode did help you, then please be sure to share it with someone else you think will benefit from it too. After all, smart financial decisions are for everyone. Uh, so don't be greedy. I hope I can help you even further by sharing with you how thousands of clients I worked with in my career over the last 16 years created their very own successful financial lives on their terms. It's hard for me to do this over an audio, and if you are ready for the next chapter in your life, then be sure to go to mainstreet-money.com to get your free resource guide to help you begin correcting top six financial mistakes I see people make all the time, such as not having clear financial goals, not having a handle on spending or saving for the future, not knowing how to get rid of all the debts, and of course, not having a clear strategy or plan on how to protect your hard-earned money. Until next time, remember, you are the boss of your money.